I'm Derek. And I'm Melissa. And you're listening to season three. Season three. Of Seven Minutes on Earth. So Derek, here we are again. One more episode of Seven Minutes on Earth. Yet another episode. (laughs) This time, let's talk a little bit about this book that you came out with recently, Your Mess, God's Masterpiece. Yeah, my second book. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's it's doing pretty well. Actually, folks are really interested in it. Yeah, it's it's been a help for people, which Mm is, I'm thrilled because that's the way I wrote it. I wanted it to be a help for people. And, um, you know, there's a let me maybe it's probably helpful to have a story to understand the importance of perspective. Okay. So years ago, I was invited when we first moved to Austria to go skiing with two friends. Right. Okay. And uh, I was a snowboarder. I knew how to snowboard. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to ski. And uh, so I teased them moving up to the Alps, you know, as we were driving on that day because they wanted to take me to their favorite ski range. And uh, and we got there, and of course, as part of the argument, they're like, "We're never going to learn how to snowboard." Uh huh. Um, you need to learn how to ski. Okay. And I was saying, well, I don't want to learn how to ski. Uh-huh. And then I realized, wait, I'm the missionary. Here. You're the missionary. You need to bend a little bit. <laughs> I should probably learn how to ski. So we got up and uh, we went, there was at the, at the parking lot level, mm-hmm. it's, it was slightly, there was a small hill with a little rope pool, ski pool. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that wasn't the bunny hill. That was less than the bunny hill. Oh, okay. The bunny hill, you would take a gondola up to. And so we took the gondola up to the bunny hill and they tried to teach me how to ski. Right. Two semi-pros, mm-hmm. one on each side for about three hours. And I went up, I went down, I went yeah. up, I went down. And I maybe, 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 maybe went 10 year yards. Yeah. It was brutal. It was, it was like experience. doing ab exercises all morning. <laughs> um, I was frustrated. They were very sweet about yeah. it, but I felt bad. I felt like I was ruining their day and they uh-huh. should go ski black diamonds. Well, it was kind of making you feel a little sick. I was, oh, I was, it was nauseous. Yeah. And so after lunch, I said, listen, I'm going to go back down to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so You're I'm going to figure it out yourself. I'll figure it out myself. Okay. So I went down to the parking lot with these skis. Um, in Austria, they have these, uh, the schools will go on school ski trips. Mm-hmm. And on this particular day, I'm pretty sure it was a girls only under six year old pre-K group uh-huh. that decided to go skiing. And I was the only adult in this line of six year old girls uh-huh. uh, getting ready to be pulled up this little slope. And I was the only one who fell going up the right. pole. So I let it drag me up the hill. <laughs> And then I was the only one to fall down on the way down the hill. Sure. So it was a miserable day. I never did learn how to ski that day. Mm-hmm. And um, came back home. And about a week later, our friend um, Joe uh, was visiting us from Germany. Joe uh-huh. is an avid skier. He would go to Switzerland right. to go skiing. And I was telling him the story and laughing at myself a little bit and uh, explaining my frustration. And he said, well, it's probably because nobody ever explained skiing to you. Mm-hmm. I said, well, yeah, I had two experts on both sides. Right, they right. were explaining it all morning long. Yeah. I'm just an idiot. I didn't get it. He says, no, no, no. I mean, nobody ever told you what skiing was all about. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, go for it. And he said, well, in skiing, you lean on your toes down the mountain. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that, that doesn't make sense. Now, right. in snowboarding, it's the opposite. You lean on your back. You, you want your edge to cut into the mountain. Right. But he said, no, in skiing, you lean down the mountain. I said, well, it doesn't make sense because... Why would you? Seems counterintuitive. Yeah, you want your your gravitational pull is already pulling you down the right, mountain. Right, right. That's the last thing faster, you want to do is right? go flying. Yeah. Um, but he said, no, when you lean down, what happens is it puts the pressures in the front of the skis. That's mm-hmm. what gives you the control in your snow plowing and the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that gave me a sense of perspective on what I was doing. Right. Um, a week later, I went skiing and I didn't fall down once. Hmm. 
and uh, had a great day skiing. And I said that to say that perspective is practical. Mm-hmm. Perspective is really practical. So I wrote a book um, using a biblical perspective mm-hmm. of discipleship that is not a general discipleship model, but is a personal discipleship model. Okay. Um, so general discipleship models would be like Master Life or, um, boy, there's just a ton of them, Experiencing God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically these are models. We use impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there are models that go, okay, these are general phases of spirituality. Sure. Um, this is what you're going through, survival kit, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's these personal models. And those are really, if you think about Bible stories, mm-hmm. the Bible stories are often personal models of discipleship. Okay. Um, so I was looking at the life of Joseph. Mm-hmm. And of course, Joseph, uh, most people can't relate to Joseph mm. because he's born into the greatest family, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Right. Uh, very few people have ever been thrown into a, you know, a dry cistern and sold off to slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, very few people rose to the second in charge of all the nation of Egypt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Only after having been in prison. Yeah. So it's like, well, well, nobody feels like they can relate to Joseph. Sure. And uh, his is such, it seems like such a unique story. We mm-hmm. can't interpret dreams, most people, right? And so um, it's like, well, what does his life have to do with mine? Mm-hmm. Um, but as it turns out, when you really study the story of Joseph, mm-hmm. he has a very common process of discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, God, the scripture says God works all things for good for those who believe in him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colossians 1.28 uh, talks about how we're, we were built for spiritual maturity. And yeah. Paul said everything he did was to help people become spiritually mature. Right. Not spiritually perfect. Right, no. But spiritually mature. Mm-hmm. And so I started to really look at the life of Joseph. And I started to realize, wait, Joseph was actually born into a broken, blended family. Yeah. A really highly dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. Um, he grew up with great feelings of insecurity. Mm-hmm. He had a deep longing for significance. Yeah. Um, he expressed that longing poorly. It actually created greater resentment. Right. And God took him on this journey where he experienced this personal transformation and then had to renegotiate his family relationships. Mm-hmm. In fact, more time is spent in the life of Joseph on how he had to renegotiate his family relationship than was spent getting him from an obscure uh, village with Jacob uh, to second in charge of all of Egypt. Right, right. So we would think that for the heroic arc that it should end with, and now he's in charge of Egypt. Right. Goodbye. He saved everyone. Yeah, the yeah. end. Yeah. And so most people think, well, Joseph is just there as a filler to get the nation of Israel into Egypt so God can get them out to the Red Sea. And right, right. That eventually tracks all the way to Jesus. But um, Joseph's life is not there as filler. Mm-hmm. Joseph's life is there as instruction. Yeah. And it's really, really helpful. So uh, the more that I got into it, the more I realized, wait, this is really vibing with 30 years of ministry. Mm-hmm. And I think this can really help a lot of people. And so I wrote the book to do that. And um, it seems like it's really resonating with quite a few people. Yeah, I think it is too. I hope uh, our listeners, if they haven't checked it out already, I hope they do. And I hope they enjoy it and really um, are able to pick out those lessons in it. Yeah.